glad to have this young lady back. But you never on Monday. Uh, they had something going on. But we've got you now. It's Cray News with Kay on a Wednesday. Kay, how are you? It's Kay Smythe. I'm good. Less burned out. Thank you for your patience with me, Joe. I'm, well, you had yeah. the fiance was sick, and then you were getting a little bit of the crud, and then you were burned out, and everything else was going on. And thank God we've got you this week. We didn't want to wait till next week because I got it. Where's Kay? I can cage it on. It's a Monday. What's the Cray News? Cray News Monday. Shut up. No, you, you, had, you had stuff going on, which is which is you got to take care of business. You got to be healthy. So I'm glad that you're healthy today. Now, l- let me say this. The names of the stories that you do for the Daily Caller, go to the Daily Caller. But it's not really the name of the story, but you've got to make a link. And the link has these long, you know, stories attached to them. One of the stories we'll do today is I'm just going to read it from the link for the Daily Caller. Life-threatening electric weather phenomena caught video horseshoe bend Arizona terrifying lightning hair. Now, maybe I'm missing something, but there is no connection of any of those words to, to one another. We'll get to that one third, because I think it's probably about doom and gloom like Kay likes to do. But I've got to start with it. This one grabbed my attention. Will Ferrell, funny comedian guy, Cal Ripken, former Baltimore Oriole baseball player, and Kevin Costner, great actor. There's, for some reason, uh, you're aligning them in a story. What's the, what's the deal here? So, okay, you know me, Joe. I love my chaos. Yes. Love a bit of chaos. It was Look at that thing. slug of that story. There's chaos there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. It's just chaos all the time. I'm here for it. Um, so, Will Farrell is actually one of the most chaotic people known to man. Okay. I think he might be his own species, and he really doesn't get enough credit for just how chaotic he is as a human like you never know how he's going to show up you never know what his vibe's going to be you know like you know if will ferrell is being interviewed you're getting some weird character person you're not like will ferrell isn't a person will ferrell is like an amalgamation of bizarre personalities and you don't know which one you're going to get and that's why i love him and so he went on this podcast Sorry, my voice got really high then. He went on this podcast very good. a couple excellent. of days ago, and he just starts talking about this conspiracy theory that I've never heard of. And I'm like, where does this come from, Mr. Will Farrell, sir? Um, what did he do? Did he act like he was Cal Ripken? No. So basically, there's this conspiracy theory that, and I, I'm probably going to get the dates wrong on this, but Cal Ripken Jr., was very, and is very good friends with the actor Kevin Costner. They met at the premiere, right, for Dances with Wolves. Right. And he was on a winning streak. I can't remember when this was. This is so terrible. I wrote this article today, but he was on a winning streak some year. And there was concern during a game that he was going to lose and he was going to mess up this winning streak. No, no, it wasn't and a winning streak. I'll give you a little background on Cal Ripken Jr. Now, he, he's called the Iron Man. He was, he yeah. was playing in consecutive games yes. to the point to where he passed Lou Gehrig for the amount of consecutive games played. Uh, he actually has the record now. He came out, he took a bow, and then he, then he left the game. So <laughs> that, that streak was probably in jeopardy. Go ahead. Okay, so he's on this streak, and then everyone was sort of saying, like, oh, he's not going to be able to do it this week. Like, uh, there's, like, like some rumor that he'd gotten this injury, and it just so happened that while this rumor was sort of going around, the power went out at the stadium. Um, Was it Camden Yard, or what's it called? Yes, in Baltimore, Camden Yard, yep. Um, how do I know that? And I don't. I don't know. You didn't know that, that it was. A, you thought it was a winning streak, but 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 you knew that it was Camden Yards, which is actually very impressive. Go ahead. So it's it's the a, there was a there's a the rumor that he wasn't going to play. There's a rumor that he wasn't going to play, and that would have broken the streak. Go ahead. That would have broken the streak. And so Will Ferrell's sitting there going like, "Yeah, 
I kind of vibe with this rumor that like the reason that they had the power outage that night. Sorry, this is a scrunchie. I fiddle with a scrunchie while I'm on radio. Um, the reason they had this power outage at the stadium um, was because Carl Ripken Jr. caught Kevin Costner in bed with his wife and wailed on him so hard that he injured himself. So they stop went it. and pulled the power at the stadium to stop what? the game, which gave him some time to rest up. And then he came back. Now, Kevin Costner and Ripken Jr., they've denied, 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 what denied, denied Earth? this story until they were blue in the face. But Will Ferrell just comes out and says it, and I'm like, yes, with a, With a straight face? I love, yeah, because he always does everything with a straight face, which wow. is why I love his chaos. I wish I could be as weird as him. <laughs> I'm just so, so different. He, so he sits down, instead of doing about the movie or whatever's going on, he tells this weird story, like, out of left field? It's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, he just does wow. this friggin', well, it's not like quite out of left field, but I like that. Um, but it was, it was just like, I don't know. I just love everything about, like, I just love everything about Will Ferrell, not because of his movies. I think a lot of his movies can be pretty hit or miss, but I think when you let Will Ferrell just be Will Ferrell, he is such an irreverent personality. And John and I are very into irreverent humor. That's like very much our thing. Like the weirder, the better. The stuff that we come out with, we have like a list of weird stuff that people have said. And we're like, we're going to put that on a t-shirt someday. I'm pretty sure Mark Wahlberg and uh, Kevin Hart have both been asked about Will Ferrell. They just said he's the funniest guy we know. He's just funny. He's naturally just a funny, funny person. And they also said that about, um, about that Galifianakis guy, that they're just, these are just funny people. Really? And, and they don't even have to try anything. They're just funny. And uh, the Will Ferrell thing I get. Now, a lot of times I'm like, come on, really, Will? But other times I'm like, that's just really silly and stupid. Yeah. You know what I mean? And in, the, yeah. in the best possible way. So that story may not have even been a, an inkling in his mind, but it came to mind as he's doing an interview and just says it. Yeah, he just talks about it. And I had like, never heard this story before. I love when celebrities talk about conspiracy theories. I don't know why. I think it's because I love conspiracy theories. But he just comes out with the story, and I'm like, wow, I wonder if Kevin Costner did hook up, um, you know, Kyle Ripken Jr.'s wife, and that's why this whole thing came true. I mean, I don't think that that's why that happened. I don't think it is at all. But I just love little silly stories like that. Like, did you know, like, here's another example of a fun, silly story like that. Did you know that, like, we can't prove that the moon isn't hollow? Um, there's another fun, weird, irreverent story, conspiracy what? theory. Yeah, see, I love to just throw that. Now you know that. You can never unthink that, and that will it's just horrible. pop into Stop your it. head. Stop Listeners, it. they'll be sitting around one day being like, I wonder if Kevin Costner did get into a did get into fisty cuffs with Cal Ripken Jr. You'll just be doing the cooking and you'll think about it. And then you'll as be far like, as the moon I wonder goes. if the moon is hollow. I no, love no, no. The moon like is that. made out of cheese. We yes. Know that. We know that. Well, it's a promise tortoise. It is uh, uh, Case Smythe uh, bringing it today as usual, but on a Wednesday this time. We appreciate Wednesday. her. Go to com. Make sure that you go to the Daily Caller. Check out everything that she does. Newsmax TV all the time as well. Let's talk about we basically FaceTimed the Earth 55 years ago. No, we didn't. We yeah, we did. About? Like, no, think we did about not. the Think about the moon landing. Think okay. about that yes. video, right? One small it. step for man. 
That's basically FaceTime. We're FaceTiming people from the moon. Like the video quality is pretty much the same thing I get in my absolute slum of a house. <laughs> like we've talked about what a travesty this house is. <laughs> but like when I FaceTime people, it's the quality of the moon landing. And yet NASA and like all these space agencies are trying to sit there and tell me that we only bothered to go back 50, like 55 years later. And it was somehow more complicated. Mm, okay. Wait a second, are you actually suggesting the lunar landing didn't happen? Do tell. I don't know. I just don't know. Why, why do so many people not believe it? I guess there, there's a picture of somebody it's where they it. say you can see a camera in a reflection of a of a window. There, there you see stage lights or something. Um, but would that be the biggest hoax in history if we didn't go? I think that or aliens slash ufos in general because part of me is like that it's pretty sus that the whole ufo thing started like immediately after trinity um like the detonation of was it the atom bomb i should know i just watched oppenheimer didn't like it not a great movie really was, okay did not see yeah, it it was it was fine I think Sam saw it. I, I, I thought Sam saw it. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't like movies that are longer than like uh, maybe two hours max. Mm -hmm. If it's three hours, it's got to be like Amadeus good. And yeah. if it's not, then I'm, I'm, not, I'm not there for it, as you would say. So mm -hmm. so um, you're not sure about UFOs either. But but this whole lunar landing thing, the, the one reason why so many people are really questioning it is that one of the guys, was it Buzz Aldrin? Whoever it is, like the guy who gets angry all the time, punches you in the face. Mm -hmm. that, that guy was like, he's like, well, I, I don't know. Did we go? And he, he almost like admits that he either doesn't remember going or doesn't think we went or something like that. But but how do we, I mean, how do we win by saying that we went if we didn't? Because um, we win against the Russians and for whatever reason. But the Russians beat us with Sputnik. They beat us already. Yeah, but we, like we went and wandered on it, didn't we? So we were just like, nah, we win. You know, it was one of those. Well, like, how, would they, how would they have emulated 55 years ago um, zero gravity walking around on the moon? Could you have done that in a Hollywood studio in 50, 55 years ago, 1968? Probably, I think if you had help from like government contractors, because they say that the technology that you and I, like the everyman has right now, is 10 years behind what military oh, okay. sort of intelligence services had. So, like, they had cell phones, you know, like not the iPhone, but they had pretty smart stuff back in like the 90s and so on and so forth like right. i like there's so much we i don't know i read about so much weird stuff like this every week it all blurs into one but i do think like when it comes to the lunar landing i've seen a handful of documentaries and like i talked about my dad a lot on the show before and he's very much like like the lunar landing was such a pivotal part of his childhood and he had such a fascination with the cosmos like ever since then like he's just like my dad can speak on physics and matters of physics you know with like actual qualified physicists like he's so well read on the subject and he and i just went on like a binge basically i think this is you know god 15 years ago of just watching all these different like documentaries back then that were a mixture of like here's what happened with the moon here's what's going on with the cosmos here's like some stuff that maybe it was faked we don't know and as soon as we started getting into the stuff about it being faked we started going down that rabbit hole and i could tell that my dad just didn't want to go any further because the math started mathing so i just left it i just ignored it and i don't want to think about it but what i really don't like is being gaslit yeah by private companies and government agencies telling me that I'm Which supposed to be- Which happens daily. Happens literally hourly, minutely. Yes. Like
I'm so sick of being gaslit by these government agencies and these private companies. Like, stop trying to tell me to get excited about something that we already done. You did it to literally a lesser degree than we've done it before. And literally no one, one guy maybe on Twitter, attempted to explain how we made it through the Van Allen radiation belt. Because there's a huge belt of radiation around the planet. The NASA will talk about and there's even footage if you go back and watch like some of the episodes on the Y files you have to really search for them because they were as far as I can tell they've been like heavily shadow banned because of the subject matter right. but there's clips of people on the space station talking about how great it would be how one day we could maybe go and explore deep space once we figure out how to get humans through the Van Allen belt this like radiation belt um And there's a guy literally in a NASA recording who said, yeah, it'd be really cool. Maybe we can send people to the moon one day. And then the recording cut off. Wow. And I'm like, why would a NASA scientist say that? Like, that's that's not a slip of the tongue. So there's little things like that where I'm like, I just want to know the truth. And right now, what I'm hearing about what happened in 1969, like, the math is not mathing. 68. pisses me off. 68. 69. Eight. Nine. We went in 1968. 68 was Apollo 8. We didn't land. We landed in 69, didn't we? Mm-mm. Pretty sure it's 1968. Okay. But but what do I know? I was two years old. But now listen, Kay, I know that we went, and here's why. Okay. When I, when I look up in the sky at night, <laughs> and I squint my eyes, I can see the American flag on the moon. Oh. So, okay, get over it, Welshie. Yeah, I like it. Over it's in beautiful. Wales, you guys don't trust that, but that's the other side of the moon. On, at Whale, you don't get to see the flag. Plus, <laughs> plus there's a Starbucks now. This is Starbucks. You, you think we're? Hey, listen. You you study all this crap. It is um. Uh, do you think that that we're gonna go there and like hang out on the moon uh, in our lifetimes? Oh, they yeah. I mean, I would definitely go as well. Like if they put like a Bojangles. Do you know there's a Bojangles? Like I don't know if everyone in the country knows what this is. A fast food restaurant. Every single time I drive back from um my in laws' house, I think that this Bojangle sign is the moon because of the way that it sits over the road, like over the highway or whatever. And every single time I'm like, oh, wow, babe, look at the moon. It looks so beautiful tonight. And then we get closer. It's a freaking Bojangle sign every single time, Joe. Wow. Every single time. So, yeah, it was, they put okay, it was, like, moon, it was 1969, by the way, just to let you know. So you were wrong about that. It was 69, not 68, like you were saying. <laughs> what? What are you saying? What? I'm getting, listen, I'm getting older. I forget crap now. It was definitely 1969. Hello, like I've been saying, July 20th, 19. Who, who forgets? So the day is going to last, live in uh, forever in our history or something. No, that was infamy. That was December 7th, 1941. Never mind. I'm just getting my history mixed up. It's Case Mike, by the way. Case Mike. So explain this whole tornado hair on fire thing. What is this, the last story? I've got a few minutes for this, but what is this? So funny, Joe, because I bet that there's some like geography student or like maybe a meteorologist out there who knows. I know exactly what she's going to say. So basically, when terrifying lightning hair. Yes, terrifying lightning hair. It's a real thing. <sighs> anyway, so and it is actually really terrifying. What I is this? Smiling this much. So basically, when a large thunderstorm, lightning storm, is rolling on your way. The easiest way to tell that is all the static energy in the air starts to um, get very active, shall we say. So you'll see videos like the one in my article where people's hair 
It's not all of it. It's like, you know, when you like rub a balloon and it yeah. like sticks up, you know, it does, like, this yeah. whole thing. And it just like you'll just be hanging out and your hair will be out here. Like mine is now anyway with the humidity. Yes. Um, because we've got another fake spring rolling in here. Mm-hmm. But this video, what really freaked me out about it is uh it's two women and they're standing right there on Horseshoe Bend in Arizona. Absolutely just majestic. Like America, you have the best, best national parks in the world. It yes. is an absolute treasure. It's such a gift to live here and be around them. But these women, you know, their hair is like going for it um, and they're moving their fingers and you can physically see the static electricity in the air. So, you know, like you get a static shock yes. like that is literally in the air. And that basically means that you're currently one of uh probably only a handful of places that the lightning is thinking, oh, you know what? I'm going to supercharge and I'm going to go down there and I'm going to go. Oh, come on. And then I'm going to blow that person up. You're scaring us all to not go there? You should. No. No, I'm not trying to scare you all to not go there. I'm trying to teach you about the weather. So basically, if you're out anywhere (laughs) and all of a sudden your hair starts getting static, you need to evacuate immediately. Because when you get struck by lightning, it's not like the same thing for every person. Like, you don't there's no one set of rules of what happens yeah um it depends on what wearing it wouldn't bother me you're wearing well it wouldn't bother me at all but if you got struck by lightning not at all i can see that i I can see that for you a lot of people well most people just die immediately from like cardiac arrest or they have like a stroke um some people get hit in such a place that like their insides literally burn ew stop yeah i know we're having um, fun with Will Ferrell and stuff, and you getting the dates wrong about the lunar landing. Now, well, now we're all going to die from getting hit by lightning. Year, Thanks. No, I was going to say no one's going to die because you're all going to listen to Kate, the geographer. Yeah. Um, no, but this year we are looking at a pretty wild year of weather. We're going into uh, La Nina sort of cycle, which is traditionally supposed to be colder than normal temperatures, but the Atlantic is currently about 20 degrees hotter than it should be, as is half of the country. And then the other half of the country is actually colder than it should be. I have to go, and I always appreciate the, the bright spot at the end. But just <laughs> just a language lesson for those watching and listening, La Nina is Spanish for the Nina. That's Case Mythe. Go to CaseMythe.com. Go there. Be careful of, of the Nina. And we'll see you next week, Kay. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Always great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. We appreciate Kay. We've got to get out of here for tonight. We're back tomorrow, same time, same place. That's Sam, that's Polo, that's Joe, that's Kerry. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good night. This is the Joe Pegg Show.